Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Tasani. And I'm Rowan. And this is Musical Mash. Today's topic is... Gravity! The movie or otherwise? Oh, I was thinking the music, like the Wicked. Oh, Wicked? Oh, what about just the concept gravity? I think we should definitely do the concept of gravity. How it was invented or just everyone who has never experienced gravity learning to deal with gravity. I like that idea. I was thinking more of people wake up and there isn't any gravity. Oh, that's dramatic. I think it's much funnier for people to be like, there's never been gravity before. Like, everyone's grown up on the moon, and then all of a sudden, a magnetic force draws them to the ground, and they don't understand what's going on. I like that, yeah. But I'm going to be honest, the science part of me is coming out. Don't you need gravity in order to, like... To have your organs work? Yes. Let's assume that we're um, humans that have the ability to um, work. So they have their own gravity? (laughs) Yeah, let's say humans now have their own internal gravity. Okay, okay. Every human has their own internal gravitational force that means that they work. Okay, I'm sorry to poke another hole in it, but like breathing? Yeah, whatever. Okay, okay. So, gravity... Let's just, we've got to make a lot of leaps here. A lot, (laughs) a lot of leaps. Okay, that's, I mean, that's that's a lot of what we do here. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay, so the premise is that everyone wakes up and all of a sudden... There is gravity. Oh, so like the opposite of what I was saying, yeah? Yes, the exact opposite. And then the rest of the musical is them like dealing with the fact that there is now gravity. And maybe and they how don't they do that. Maybe they don't like it and they like there's an electromagnetic force and someone's like, Yes, I made gravity and all the townspeople like, like moons people are like, No, destroy it. And the whole musical mm. is about them trying to destroy the machine. I was more thinking of, like, it turns into, like, a romance between two people as they learn to deal with the new world as they know it. I mean, that could be, like, what I said could be, like, the B-plot. It's more dramatic, but it's funnier as a B-plot. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay, so A-plot is a romance as they come to terms with the new world as we know it. B-plot is we try to put the world back. Yeah, well... The moon back. The moon back. We need our characters, so we need our young lovers. Yep. So we've got... Who are named... Who is the main character? Who is the the main person? The main character, I think, is the dad of the young lovers, who is also the scientist trying to put everything back. I love this. 
tying it all together. All right, so what's the dad's name? It's moments like these where I reveal that I'm actually kind of okay at writing stories. <laughs> Every other time I'm like, screw it. Now I'm like, no, I'm invested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything to that. Just no comment. Okay, great. Right. Thank you so much. <laughs> So okay, the dad so is. Dad is. I need to all have moon puns. Yeah, God, I don't know anything about the moon. Uh, his name can be Crater or Craig. Okay, Crater. Cray. C R A E. Yeah, Cray. Because it sounds like Craig. Yeah, and everyone keeps asking if his name's Craig, and he's like, no, it's Cray. <laughs> so we've got the dad, we've got a young lover number one. What will their name be? God, I literally know nothing about the moon. What's on the moon other than cheese? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I mean, nothing. Uh, there are rocks. Could be... Rocky. R- Rocky? Okay, we've got Rocky. And maybe, like, the other one could be called, like, Gaia, which is another word for Earth. So it's, like, the moon yeah. and the Earth. Like, Mother Gaia, that kind of... I pronounce yeah, it yeah. weirdly. Uh, yeah, you're broken. Sorry to break it to Oops. you. That's what you get for reading instead of talking. Oh, no, you nerd. Boo. Yeah. Take that, you nerd. I can spell so many words, but I cannot say them. I thought you were going to say I cannot. Sp- I can spell lots of words, but I cannot read them. <laughs> I mean, that too. It's all one in the same. Yeah. Right? All right. So we've got Craig. We've got Rocky. We've got Gaia. And we need a bad guy who's like put everything together. I think that like, is Craig. Giving them gravity. No, I thought Gray was trying to take away the gravity. Why would he give them gravity in the first place? Or unless he gave them gravity and then gravity is the only reason the two people are getting together and he wants to break them up so he's getting rid of gravity. I- yeah. Cool. He's too invested into his... Which one is his child? Let's say Gaia. Gaia? I hate it being said like that. Gaia sounds so much better. Uh, who are, What other characters do we have? I don't know. I think we need to flesh out the plot. Well, we do have then assorted we'll moons plot. people. Yes, assorted moon goods. What? Nothing. <laughs> assorted moons people. Like, townspeople? Yeah, but moon. Yeah, there okay. The secret moon. <laughs> the moon of the moon. Ooh. Is the moon of the moon the Earth? No, the moon has a little moon that just goes around the moon. Ah, they have that on, I think, Jupiter. One of Jupiter's moons has that. Has their own moon. Yeah. Oh, it could be set on that moon. It doesn't have to be Earth. This is is getting complicated. I love it. So, plot opening is they're going about their days normally on the moon. Floating. Without gravity. They're just like floating along and having a grand old time. How would you do that? And they do, do a that? little sing song about how great it is to live on the moon and be so free. But if it's and on the, the moon end. of the moon, they could talk about living life of on the moon on the moon. Yeah. And it'd just be comedic. Yeah. And so they, the moon on the moon, they talk all about it. And then at the end of it, everyone comes crashing down to the ground. And there is gravity. And no one knows what's going on. Wow, they really don't know how to comprehend the gravity of that situation. (laughs) Oh, you're so funny. Thank you. (laughs) I could never compliment you sarcastically because you do take it genuinely. I do take it genuinely. Everyone who knows me knows that. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Okay, that scene one, they the the gravity of the situation hits them, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, like, great, now I need to deal with this. And maybe like that's when we can have the lovers like talking about it, like, what is this? What's going on? Yeah, and maybe at the end of that scene, like the two lovers like run into each other. Oh, okay, yeah. and that's how they meet. Oh, this is a blossoming romance instead of just a. Yes, this isn't. This is new love. Yeah. So they run into each other in. 
Literally. Literally run into each other as gravity falls. <laughs> gravity falls. And then they're like, oh, who are you? And this is the next scene. They're like introducing each other and they're like, how weird is it that there's like all of a sudden gravity? Yeah. Um, except they don't know what gravity is. They're trying to figure it out. Maybe like the whole, like um, a gag the whole time is them trying to name whatever it is. Yeah. So that whole scene, they're trying to figure out what on earth it is. So they keep giving it different names. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, you know, the whole like ground fall thing the great the gra- the gravy the big down <laughs> i was making a joke on gravity but that works too yeah the big down i think they so should the big st- down happens <laughs> the um, step the first step yeah the first step for man <laughs> the first step for moon kind <laughs> one small step for moon one giant step for moon kind one of them needs <laughs> to say that no someone in the musical needs to say that yeah huh they wouldn't be able to get places with gravity now that I'm thinking about it. Not plot related, but like they would have houses that would rely on not having gravity. Yeah. Everything would be tied to the ground. It would. Like a freaking hot air balloon. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we've got characters. They've met. Now I think we need to talk yes. about the dad in his Yes. So now lair. it goes to the science dude. He's talking about how he gave the moon gravity because he knew that it would be better for everyone in the long run. And maybe he's like, I heard it. Like, it was a trend in this other planet and I thought it would give it a go. Yeah. And so he reveals that he was the one, but we still don't know that he is Gaia's dad. He's, like, talking about it and talking about how great it's going to be for moon to have gravity and then after he's explained everything it goes to the next scene which is Gaia complaining to what's the boy's name uh Rocky Rocky Gaia complaining to Rocky how bad it is with gravity and then they walk home and it's the scientist there and she's like dad and then it's revealed that he is her dad and maybe maybe she's like look I've got a boyfriend we fell for each other (laughs) And they kind of explain the situation to him, and he's like pretending that he's fine. So this is what scene. This is scene four. This is scene four. Yes. And then they decide to leave to go do stuff together. I think it should like um, they should go away, and then Cray is like, "What have I done? He's yeah. not good no, for I my thinking, daughter." I was going to do a scene of them like doing stuff together, and then we'd go back to Cray going, "What have I done?" And that could be the end of Act okay. One. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Of him going, I need to give back grab uh, take away grab. Sure. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So then we have a scene of Gaia and. Rocky. You keep forgetting Gaia. Rocky's name. Yeah, I cannot keep his name in my brain for the life of me. Um, I just know it's a reference to something. I can't remember what. A movie? Probably. Okay. So they go and they're like, let's go moon bowling. Yeah. But because their bowling is designed for working without gravity, it doesn't work and they're like, I don't understand. Or maybe they could like explore all the new things that they can do with gravity. Yeah. And yeah, and like that's why their relationship is blossoming because they're trying out new things. Yes, so they're trying out new things after moon bowling fails and they're kind of just being all like lovey dovey. We're in a new relationship. And then, so that's scene five. Scene six is back to a scientist dude who's like, oh no, I need to fix this. We need to get rid of gravity so that they can't be together anymore. Which doesn't really make sense because. No, it makes no sense at all. But it, in his head, he's like, this is the perfect plan. I, I love it, yep. They met because of gravity. I take it away, they leave. <laughs> I can't stand this Rocky dude. Yeah, Rocky's just like a punk. So <laughs> yes, end of Act 1. Yeah, so that's the end of Act 1 where they're like, 
okay, we did it. He's like, okay, we got to get rid of gravity. And that's the end of Act 1. So that's six scenes in Act 1. Yeah. Act two opens with Rocky walking Gaia home after they've done stuff and they have a chat about how amazing it is that they got to meet even though it was a tragedy that caused them to meet. And maybe like that's when the gravity... Hmm. No, I was going to have gravity coming back later. Yeah? Yeah, in like a couple more scenes. Okay. Oh, before we continue, do we want gravity, do we want it to end with it being there or do we want it to end with it not being there? I want it to end with it not being there. Okay, cool. But there to be like a scene for everyone to grapple with it going away. Okay, yeah. Oh, no, actually, no. I want the opening scene, I want them to be like, how great is it that we now have gravity? Like, this is the new normal. This is great. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then maybe, like, they could go to um, Gaia's, house, Gaia's house and, like, they can see her dad scheming p- to be taking away gravity. Yeah. And they're like... But they don't know no. that he gave them gravity. No, yeah. So, and they're like, oh, no, we need to stop this because this is such a great thing that's happening. So, first scene is just everyone collectively going, how great is it that we now have gravity? It's so good. Yeah. And then the next scene is him going, oh, no, I need to take away gravity. How am I going to take it away? And then that's when... That's when the young lovers... He has a sidekick. Oh, sorry. We just got up. You introduced a new character. Yep. Yeah, I was just going to introduce a sidekick because I think he needs a sidekick. Yeah, okay. Who he's, like, in this scene bouncing ideas off of. Needs to be Luna. Luna? Excellent. No, make it Looney. Looney? Because he's a little bit cray. Okay. So he's bouncing ideas off of his sidekick. Mm-hmm. And in this plan and in this scene, they basically come up with a plan to get rid of gravity, which is to do the opposite of what they did before, which was give them gravity. <laughs> And just, like, take away the massive magnets that I assume they've implanted in the middle of the moon. Absolutely. That's exactly how it works. Yes. That's the only way gravity can work, I am sure. legit exactly how it happens. Absolutely. (laughs) So... They then are like, okay, let's get rid of those massive magnets. And then maybe like the young lovers are like in the background going, what? Gravity's great though. Why do you want... No, I want them... I don't want them to find out yet. I want them to find out after gravity's been taken away again and then get real mad at him. I don't want Hmm. the lovers to find out. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. Yeah. So I want them to find out later. So then they come up with their plan to get rid of the mm-hmm. massive magnet. And then I think the next scene is them getting rid of the massive magnet. Okay. So that's scene three is them getting rid of the magnet. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The lovers are doing lovey-dovey stuff in the background. Yeah. Doing lovey-dovey stuff. And then you see, I think scene four is you see everyone yeah. lose gravity. So all of a sudden they all lose gravity. What's like, going on? What just happened? And then maybe the dad's understand. like, huh, now um, you have to have to break up with, with him. No. So then I was going to hold a little bit of tension where she goes, home and he's like what happened we had gravity and now it's gone and he's like being all sympathetic and then cuts loose at some point during this scene that's like well now you and Rocky can't be together and she's like what did you say and then all of a sudden like it all comes out about like the how scientist he the scientist and he gave them gravity and then took it away and she's like you betrayed me I can't believe you and the scientist you. is like wait what no this is the opposite of what's supposed to be happening yeah no no you were supposed to like me more so that's scene five mm-hmm. is them arguing and I think scene six is the final scene where Rocky and Guy are just they don't come away. back there's no happy ending no nah. no what? that's the end I think they should aww but the dad's just just wants to spend time with his daughter that's sad yeah. So it's a tragedy. Oh, no, no, I think she should. He should like run after and go, I'm sorry. I just wanted what's best for you because he's a total punk and I don't and I don't think you should be dating him. (laughs) 
So are we, we, are we is it going to be a happy ending? So I think it should be. No, I want them. No, they get their happy ending, and the scientist who is a bad he's guy not a gets bad his guy. He just wants to spend like time with deserves. his daughter. He's a he's, bad no, guy. I've decided. I've decided he is not a bad guy. He's an anti-hero. He just wanted mm. to spend time with his daughter, and to be honest, Rocky's a bit of a punk. That relationship is not going to end well. Mm. I'm speaking okay. as a future father. No, he is not a bad guy. Fine. Okay, he might not be a bad guy, but hey, I've okay. decided that's how we're ending. Damn it. Okay. So, moon on the moon. Songs. Moon on the moon yeah. is the opening number, and then leaving the moon on the moon is the finale. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Where did they go? Yep. Um, Wait, to oh, the moon. the moon that this moon is the moon of. Is the actual moon. Yeah. I love that. I really do. Then scene two was the scientist Mm -hmm. explaining. He's singing Looney for Luna. No, no, actually, I think the second scene was the lovers getting to know each other. Was it? Okay. And then that's Um, that's scene three. Then, okay. Well, scene three's song is Looney for Luna. Is that introducing, like, the sidekick Um, and the... Yeah, that scene will have the sidekick in it. Yeah. Scene two, what should we call the song in that scene? I don't think it should have it. I think it's just them talking. Okay, so no song in scene two. Then scene four is then... What was scene four? Oh, scene four was then going oh, yeah, to meet yeah, that. Yeah. Um, should that have a song? I feel like it should. I can't think of a name, but it should definitely hmm. have a song. Are you just thinking like tense dialogue? Yeah, I think it should just be tense dialogue, yeah. Okay, well, then in that case, tense dialogue yeah. it is. Then so it's then... like moon bowling and stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah that one needs like to be like a continuous song um, of like them falling in love. <laughs> it should be yeah. falling for you. Um, fallen for you? Yes. Fallen without a G on it. I'm already on it because I agree with that too. Excellent. They need to like really cheesily like trip over a lot and then like get caught by the other one because that makes yep. me gag. That makes that me makes gag. You gag. So fallen for you and then it goes back to the grand, f- no, yeah, the grand finale of the first act, which is the scientist going, no. That should just be called no. No. With a full stop, not an exclamation mark. Then act two, scene one should be, we love gravity, but to the tune of <laughs> we are family. We like gravity. Oh, that's where they name gravity. Yeah, yeah. In that song, they come up with it. In that song, they come up with the name gravity. Then act one, scene two is Looney for Luna reprise. And I'm going to put in brackets magnets. In brackets, magnet edition. Yes. Then scene... This is the one getting back um, gravity. Scene yeah, three? scene three. Yeah, so then they all get back gravity and they're like, oh no. I don't think there needs happened? to be a song for this one. Doesn't need to be a song, yeah. it just needs to be chaos? Cool. And then scene five is when they realise that the thingamabobic is gone. Dad is taking away Do they want to the have like... That comforting conversation doesn't want to be a song, like a duet between the dad and the daughter. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. So what, what should that be called? Uh, hmm. Your own name, yeah. you name it. You came <laughs> up with it, you name um, it. <laughs> I think it should be called Looking Out For You. And then in brackets, I don't want it. And then, yeah. And then scene five Oh, hang on, hang on, wait, wait, sorry, away, sorry. I re- is- sorry. Nope. I think it should be called No Again, and then it's the reprise. The duet reprise. No reprise? Yep. Excellent. Yeah. We got there in the end. It's leaving the moon on the moon. Leaving the moon on the moon. Yeah. Okay, casting. Oh, boy. Uh, 
So the scientist in this is... The, I, I watched a, a movie lately, Ponyo. So I've got the scientist from that, <laughs> like the, the guy in my head, which is why Excellent. I don't want him to be a bad guy because I imagine him. So it needs to be someone like that with a very distinct voice. Well, who I is that? I don't know who that is. Ponyo. Ponyo oh my gosh, yes. I watched it twice in a um, row the first time I watched it, which was a month ago. Uh, did I, you watch it in English I or did you watch it in, it in Japanese? Isn't it Matt Damon? Wait, what? What? Who is that? It sounds familiar. The Ponyo English cast is Kate Blanchett, Matt Damon, Betty White, Crispin Freeman really? and Bob Burgeon. Wait. Yeah, apparently. Really? What? Oh, he's totally got to be the scientist in this then, Matt Damon. Wasn't... Yeah. Apparently Tina Fey's also in what? it. What? Wasn't he also in the... And little baby Noah Cyrus? Huh. Can Matt Damon sing? I have no idea, but I feel like well, he has to be in He's singing now. <laughs> yep, he's oh. singing now. So it's And he Matt was in Damon. The Martian as well, so like space vibes. Yeah, it all adds up. Someday he will eat cooked potatoes. <laughs> that is all I know of The Martian. I love The Martian. I've watched it so many times. And then Matt Damon. the lovers. So Gaia, who are we thinking of for Gaia? I just don't imagine a whiny... That's it. That's the only thing I can see. Whiny. Whiny, but really nice. Whiny, but nice. Yeah. There are people like Great. that. Let's Google. Who is whiny, <laughs> but nice? Oh, look. It's just a picture of my face. Oh, look. I'm imagining, like, blonde. Oh, you know, um, have you watched The Witcher? No. Ugh. There is an actress in there who plays, I can't remember her name, S Siri? Yeah, Siri. S I think that's her name. And she would be perfect for that role. The Witcher. But I don't think she's, like, a, a singer. I feel like it's too late for us. Oh, cool. We're adding her. Yeah, who, what's her name? Freya Allen. Yes. Cool. No idea who she is. Mean. And either. then Rocky. Um, some bimbo. I've come up with these two names. You've got to come up with one now. Okay, uh, who's a bimbo? Oh, I was watching Parks and Recreation. There's a character that appears like four seasons in called Bobby Newport. What? And he is just the dumbest. Yeah. And he's played by Paul Rudd. Yeah, oh my gosh. I will also so say it would be weird. Maybe we should recast um, Gaia because uh, the actress of Freya is just 18. So if we want to go Paul Rudd, maybe we oh, shouldn't yeah, if we're do going that. Paul Rudd, I think Paul Rudd has to do it because he's such a big name and also it would be funny. Yes. Well, um, re just because that's a little bit weird. What about someone like Amy Poehler? Yeah, oh my gosh. Now that I'm thinking of Parks and Rec. Sure, okay. We're going with a super chill actual theatre cast here, guys. Can Paul Rudd sing? Don't know. Well, everyone in our universe, if they're cast, they now can sing. Yeah, within our multiverse. Yeah. And then we have Looney. I feel like he needs to be like a Chris Fitzgerald type. I was thinking a girl. I was Who? thinking a girl. Oh, you were thinking a girl? Yeah. I was thinking, um, you know, Waitress. No. I know of oh, it, okay. but... Well, Chris Fitzgerald, he plays Ogie in Waitress. He's the original Bok in Wicked. Okay. Sure. Let's go for that guy. Yeah, Chris Fitzgerald. That's it for cast. Do we do anything else? Uh, we decided to come up with a title. Oh, no. You decided this. We decided this. No, you decided this. One small step for moon. Oh, yeah, and we could make that the quote we were coming up with, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's called One Small Step for Moon. And our word was 
Moon. Moon. Yes. Moon. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I think we did it. Yeah. This one's a short one. Yeah. We powered through that. Good work, yeah. us. Okay. Well, I've been Tasani. And I'm Rowan. This has been Musical Mash the Moon. Bye. Hello. It's Rowan here, just to let you know we have a Tumblr and an Instagram. You can find them at themusicalmash.tumblr.com and at musicalmashpod. I'll link it in the description. On them, you'll find reviews of each episode, musical theatre memes, updates on the podcast, along with links for every episode. So it would be great if you could give us a quick little follow, and we'll be back next week with a very special and fun episode of Musical Mash. Bye! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.